The human being is always looking for something, especially answers. We want to know, it's in our nature. We want to get as much information as we can get. We want to know especially something about ourselves. Who are we? Where are we coming from? What are we supposed to do? What is going to happen after we die? We always want to know these kind of things. It's in our nature. It's something that is inscribed there in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls. We want to know. And this magi that we have today, that's what they're trying to do. They want to know. These magi were not magicians. These magi, maybe, most likely, they were not kings. These magi are in a category of people that we would say they are like astrologers. They were looking at the skies, they were looking at the stars, they were looking for signs, something that would tell them uh, something like, especially when there was uh, a, a very important person, like a king who was born, there were some signs in the stars. They believed that. And even he, uh, history or uh, our, the astronomers, when they go back in history, they say that actually something happened, some kind of sign in the stars, a supernova, uh, something related to the planet, maybe it was a comet, something happened there. So these magi, these astrologers, who were studying the stars, who were studying the sky, saw that saw star, saw that something was happening. And when they come to Jerusalem, they go to Herod and said, where is the newborn king of the Jews? Well, Herod was obviously threatened by that because he was the king. There is no new baby here, so somebody is trying to be the king, and I'm the king, so he felt threatened by that. But these magi, they are seekers of the truth. They are looking for the truth. What are these magi? People from a different tradition, people who were not Jewish. Why are these people looking for the king of the Jews? Why are these people, they see that there is salvation in the king of the Jews. Why are these people who are not Jewish looking for the king of the Jews? They might see something. There is human wisdom there, something that maybe the skies are telling them. But when they come to Jerusalem, King Herod calls the scribes and the chief priests, and they bring sacred scriptures. So there is a beautiful combination there of human wisdom and sacred scripture, biblical revelation. When you bring human wisdom and biblical revelation, something great happens because we can find Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So there is no opposition between the scientific knowledge, the human knowledge, and biblical revelation, the Bible, or religion. There is no opposition. There is complementarity. There are some people who are very interested today in showing that there is opposition, that you have to believe either in science or in religion. But we need to bring them together. The Catholic Church is very in favor of science. There were some priests who maybe we don't know who are very important in science. The father of genetics is a priest. Father Mendel, 
He was a priest. We are taught in, in our classes in high school that about Mendel and Mendel, Gregor Mendel, and his father, Gregor Mendel, the father of genetics. Another important priest is Father George Lemaitre. He proposed a theory that helped build the theory of the Big Bang. And everybody, oh, the Big Bang, that opposes religion, what the Bible says is, is a lie. It was a priest who proposed that theory first, George Lemaitre. There are priests who are astronomers. There are at least more than 20 craters in the moon that are named after Jesuit Catholic priests. Science is not opposed to religion. We, we work together. Science cannot go to some places. The only explanation must be religion. But we believe that the work of science is it's, it's a human mind. It was God who created that human mind that is making all these investigations. So we believe that these magi came. They were not Jewish. They were not looking more for the Bible, for the scriptures, but they were looking for something. There was something that was moving them to see, to find the king of the Jews. There was that human wisdom that set them on the way, that made them move out of their countries to come to Bethlehem, to come to Israel. There was something that moved them. Today we have so many people who are looking for something in their lives. Maybe they are, have a different spirituality, maybe they have a different religion, Maybe they are in a different way. But in the end, we believe that they will find Jesus Christ, who is ultimately the Savior of all of us. But we cannot just dismiss these other kinds of searches, these other people who maybe are looking for God in a different way. The Catholic Church, in one of the uh, documents of the Second Vatican Council, that was a meeting of bishops in the 60s, very important meeting, the Catholic Church says that the Church of Christ, the Church that Christ intended, subsists in the Catholic Church, governed by the successor of Peter, the Pope, and by the bishops in communion with him. So the Church of Christ subsists in the Catholic Church, but there are elements of sanctification and truth in other cultures and religions. You see, we are not saying, oh, all of them will be condemned because they are not part of our church. No, there are elements of sanctification and truth in other cultures and in other religions. And that's something beautiful, because in the end we believe that hopefully one day they will be able to discover Jesus Christ in coming to be with us. But if not, at least they are in that search, looking for Christ. They are also seekers of the truth, like this Magi that we are remembering today. In the first reading, we hear that there was a great light, that in Jerusalem, there was a light that was shining. And that light, of course, is Jesus Christ at his nativity and at his resurrection. That line is Jesus Christ. And we who are here at Mass today, we might have found that star, 
That's something that moves us to come to Mass. That's something that, uh, you know, that moves us to think of Jesus Christ or there is something attractive there that maybe we are not totally convinced of that, but there is something attractive there, like I should go, I don't want to, but I should go. Maybe it's good to go. For some reason, it's good to come. Maybe you have found that star that is leading you on the way. Maybe when you come to Mass on Christmas, maybe when you come to Mass on Sundays, you find that inspiration that moves you to want to get closer to God. But sometimes that start disappears. Maybe that light is not very clear in our every day. Well, it looked like something happened with that star in the Gospels. Only when the chief priests and the scholars, the scribes, brought together sacred scripture and human wisdom, these magi were able to see the star again. And the gospel says that when they saw the star again, after they consulted the scriptures, the Bible, they saw the star again and they became overjoyed. There was so much happiness because they saw the star that was leading them to Christ. If something like that happens in your lives, it may be the star that should be shining so much that inspiration that you get when you come to Mass, maybe it's not there during the weekdays or at some time, some difficult times. Continue that search. Continue to look for God. Do not get frustrated because you will be able to see the star again, especially in the sacraments in the Eucharist and especially in the Bible, the sacred scripture, the word of God. So I invite you today on this feast of Epiphany. Epiphany is manifestation. God is showing himself off to the people, to all the nations, not just to this group, but to all the nations. He wants everybody to come. I invite you to pray for all the people, maybe some of your children, maybe some of your relatives who are looking for God in a different place. Let's pray for those who maybe are seekers of the truth in a different way. And let's pray for ourselves that hopefully that star, that inspiration that is bringing us to church continues to shine brightly every day in our lives, in our work, in our school, in our families.